The story so far. Reality breaks. You've been trying to fix it this whole time. Of course I've been trying to fix it this whole time. This is ridiculous. This is not how this was supposed to go. But I I can't get the the code to work. Every time I rewrite it, it just comes up with this error code. Sim. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he's much more powerful than we give him credit for. I did get quite suspicious when he started creating alternate realities. Okay, fine. Fine. I've underestimated it. We just need to get rid of him. Maybe we need someone who's inside that universe. That really narrows our options down. Who have we got over there that's going to be able to do anything? Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. Players where theatrical people play role-playing games. My name's Matt, I remain your compare for this season, but uh, due to an unforeseen incident backstage we have had to turn the cast, uh, and for the remainder of this season your players will be Helen. Hello. Uh, where might we remember you from, Helen? A town called Amnesty. That's correct, yeah, a little bit, a little while ago now, mm. uh, but still very memorable. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Strat. Hello. Where might people remember you from? Uh, from being dead on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably most recently, yes. yes. But then also from the Wild West and from Spies and in space, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> if the song goes. All right. Uh, also, we have Ellen. Hello. Returning from? Uh, from Upstaged. Upstaged. <laughs> the viola part of the uh, shipwreck. Uh, and finally, uh, Natalie. Hello. Welcome back. Where might we remember you from? Uh, from Cloud Skippers and Upstage, but most recently from trying not to disintegrate anything else <laughs> in, uh, in Prospero, most importantly trying not to destroy Chris's uh, husband as soon as he's <laughs> arrived again. Fantastic. Okay, well, we don't foresee any further cast changes for this season, so these <laughs> this, these four are going to bring us home. For better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever home may be. Let's pick up from where we left Strat. Strat, you are aboard a familiar paddle steamer in a white void. You answer the bleeping radio in the pilot house. Hello? I think we've got... We've got a bit of a problem. And I'm gonna need your help. Oh, Errol. Wait, hang on. How do I know... How do I know you? Oh, yeah. It might be might get a bit I'm, puzzling. And I'm a cowboy, but I'm, I was oh. on an island and I was a magician. Funny that the cowboy one's the one that, that you've slipped into first. You, don't think too hard about this straight away, but... If you sort of listen to, like, your memories and that, you're going to realise that you're a lot of things, or you've been a lot a lot of things. That makes... Actually, no, that makes far too much sense than I'm comfortable with right now. And it, I just... I All I want to do is think. 
of don't tell someone not to think of something, Errol. That is the first way and the easiest way of getting them to think about it. And now I'm thinking about being a magician. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm uh, yeah. The bedside manner bit isn't really my my strong. Um, you're safe where you are. Is There's... Chris safe? He Is will... Josh? Are they? Did, did they get? Did they get away? Are they? Are they off the island? Did Did Clive? Was Clive all right? They're, they're all fine in a manner of speaking, but also in a manner of speaking, it doesn't matter at all. I think it matters a great deal. Well, see, okay, right. You're safe where you are. Uh-huh. Don't worry. So, so don't worry when I tell you that um, the universe is going to fall apart pretty soon. Um, and that's why I put that it's good that you sort of pulled yourself out and you, you sort of beat the rush. Beat the rush. You sort of, yeah, sort <laughs> of. Um, and that actually is going to really help us because it's going to put you in a good position to like swoop in when you're, when we really need you. Okay, so I have one or two questions. Where am I? Who am I? Who are us? What is this boat doing here? Who are you? Why do I know you? Why can I remember being a spy now? What's going on? Why is the universe disappearing? Where is Helen? And what on earth is going on? Strat, you are left to your own devices. Okay. In this void to wait for further instructions. Great. Every so often, the radio beeps again uh-huh. with updates. Oh, okay. But what do you do in the meantime? How do you spend your time? I would like to spend my time remembering as much as I possibly can, really, and trying and, and practicing switching between and trying to fully understand or as best I can what. I am able to do, so I am prepared when I apparently have to swoop in. So as you try to remember all of these things, mm. um, you you find that Errol was right. It's very much like stepping into a character that you're playing on the stage mm. in that you are still aware that you are you, mm-hmm. but you are inhabiting another character who is in a lot of ways a version of yourself. Right. And it seems that he is, to, at least to some extent, right that the fact that you're, you have a theatrical background makes this a bit more of a natural process Great. to you. <laughs> you get the feeling it's still disconcerting and you get the impression that if somebody wasn't used to doing that sort of thing, mm-hmm. that it might break them, uh, that someone else might have a, a very difficult time of it. Okay. Um, the other, I I would like because my big worry is how I am going to quickly and succinctly explain what is going on when I don't know everything. So I would like to take some time to um, I don't know if I have pencil paper or just write on the wall. You know how in the good place they appear and it's like everything's fine or whatever is written on the wall. I would like to essentially spend all this time coming up with the most succinct, accurate comforting version of how I want to tell people and then when they're really like before anything read this please and I know exactly they're all going to get the same amount of information hopefully it will calm them down and make it easier there's like a log book in one of the cabins oh, cool. like a log book and pens so yeah you do that wonderful the radio beeps hello what's up 
So it's happening. Um, we, we were right. Wish we weren't. But yeah, it's all coming to bits mm-hmm. out here. Uh, you might feel the odd tremor in there, but you should be pretty in, in, insulated. Um, I'm, I'm getting the Chris's first, uh, and we'll we'll see what we can do. Um, uh, it should be all right. Okay, bye. When when you hang up the radio mm-hmm. and exit the pilot house back onto the deck, something new is in the void. The ship, oh, in the void? Yeah. Oh, okay. The steamship is now, instead of just floating free, mm-hmm. is now moored up to oh. Brighton Pier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ellen. Hello. So we last left you living a life on Brighton, on a version of Brighton Pier mm-hmm. that had mysteriously appeared on a mysterious island. Mm-hmm. And you were determined to figure out the mysteries of this island. Yes, full-heartedly. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you've been doing? Yes, um, I think that um, I have set up camp on Brighton Pier. I think I live in the arcade. Uh, nothing seems to work, but it's comfortable. Um, and I have spent my days, I don't know really how long, how much time has passed, if time is a thing, <laughs> um, doing expeditions out to parts of the islands that neither uh, group explored, looking for any signs of things that don't belong. I've become wild. I'm thinking Jumanji style. I've got a beard. <laughs> um, and I've learnt to, to forage and possibly make a functioning Mr. Whipping Machine. <laughs> You've certainly found plenty of foreign objects okay. on the island. There has certainly been a growing sense that something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it all comes to a head in the middle of one windy day when you feel a tremor in Brighton Pier <gasps> and there is a sound like the ripping of stitches if every parting stitch had the force of an earthquake. Oh, my. And the island tears into pieces. <gasps> it flies apart, and in between the pieces is just whiteness. Okay. And you can see out beyond the island that more tears are appearing in the sky, in the ocean, and that whiteness suddenly is all around, and all there is is you and Brighton Pier, <gasps> but there's something new. There's a steamboat moored up to Brighton Pier. I think... I'm going to recognise this. This is the... This is... I've seen... And it's both... Is it whole? Yes, you, you recognise the paddle, except now it's attached to a ship. I think... I think I feel a sense of vic- victory. Like, <laughs> I have discovered... I've been wandering this island waiting for something to happen. And so I'm going to rush to the end of the pier and... Hello! Out into the void. Uh, you see my head pop out of the... Like, the, the pilot box, the captain's bit... Someone else! Uh, Ellen, 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 uh, hop on board. I have a book you need to read. And the head pops back in and you hear... As I run downstairs. Uh, what? How do you know my name? You know my name. Um, you you know my name. We we were we were uh, at the pier. Yes, the pier. I jumped off it. Okay. Don't jump off it now. You're in the void. It's a lovely void. When you're on my boat, or oh. presumably on your pier. Uh, but here's a book. Okay. Read the book. Okay. How do I get? Can I? Can I jump? 
Can I walk in the void? Don't walk in the void. Okay, throw me the book. There is a <laughs> there is a gangplank going from the steamer onto the end of Brighton Pier. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try and walk over this thing. This seems eminently sensible. Cool, cool. Okay. Unless you were really good at jumping once, but not once, but like the the other one of you. You know the other ones of you. Yeah, don't worry. I wrote this down for a reason. Just come aboard and read my book. I'm safe walking. I think. Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> okay. Whew, uh, hello. Hey. Brilliant not to talk to Errol. Um, lots of things to d- discuss. Just like your opinion on on anything, really, because this place doesn't have the internet or well, uh, any we? literature. It seems. Um, uh, just uh, we're on the boat. We're on the boat. The boat that I stayed in. Uh, the boat that mm-hmm. uh, they blew up. But it's not blown up at the moment because it's been remet. Read the. Just read the book. I wrote. I put a lot of time into this it will explain everything i promise did, did you turn into a helicopter N- no 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 oh why would you think i turned into I a helicopter have no idea okay um i'll read the book thank you ellen you read the book it makes a lot of sense mm. and it makes sense of a lot of things that you have been suspecting through your investigations on the island mm-hmm. it confirms a lot okay Welcome one and all, this is Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, your compare for this production of Deja Vu, Act 8 of 12. In case there was any doubt, black lives matter. And since it's Pride Month, and it's always worth remembering Stonewall was a riot, black trans lives matter, black lesbian lives matter, black gay lives matter, black bi lives matter, and all black queer lives matter. If you like games, hate racist police violence, and have a bit of money to spare, there's a link in the program notes to the Bundle for Racial Justice and Equality, where you can pay what you want for more than 700 video games and tabletop games. All proceeds are being split 50-50 between the NAACP Legal Defence and Educational Fund and the Community Bail Fund, to support protesters fighting for justice for George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and other black people murdered by police. If you don't have money to spare, there's also a link to a whole host of petitions, protests, and other ways to help. Now, while I call beginners for the next scene, I'll let one of our UK and Ireland tabletop RPG podcaster colleagues introduce themselves. Take your seats, please. It's curtain up in one minute. Oh, hello. Come in, take a seat, why don't you? Let me pour you a drink. <laughs> don't worry about that. This one's on the house. You know, I've had all sorts pass through here over the years, and they've all got stories to share. Yeah, I've had Kelly Perkins, a hero from Earth sent to save a colony on Mars, no less. I've had Captain Thomas Burton. He was in the British Army during the First World War, don't you know? Came face to face with a mythical beast from beyond the stars. <laughs> and then there was Fen Falstock, a bounty hunter from a galaxy far, far away. And on this particular job, his life got turned upside down. Fate's a fickle mistress, but she always leaves us with a tale to tell. And something I've noticed about these tales over the years is they all start the same way. That adventurer comes in and they order their drink and they say to me, Barkeep! Let me tell you a story. And then they look me square in the eye and they say, it all started with the Game Master and me. 
To find out more, follow us on Twitter at the GM and Me or visit our website, thegamemasterandme.com. What sort of routine do the two of you fall into in between messages from Errol? <laughs> do you want a cup of tea? Um, that's a good point, yeah. But yes, yes. Um, yeah, food. There's um, there's a, a, a pantry I found. Uh, it never seems to run out. It's, it's That's great. It's lovely. Um, you just want food and, and it, it, it's there. Um, I set up a ping pong table, um, but against a wall so I could play ping pong with myself. So we could maybe make that so we can actually play ping pong against someone. That's quite exciting. Uh, so that's nice. The radio begins to beep. Do you want to talk to Errol? Uh, yes. Maybe we, we both put it on. We'll put it on speaker mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hello. Hi. Ellen's here. Hi, Errol. Ellen, uh, how did you? I mean, never mind. It's good. It's good. It's good that there's more than one of you there. That's that's fine. Yeah. Um, just a, just a quick one. Uh, long story short, uh, I, I lost the Chris's uh, and, and Vicky. Uh, but but we got them back. Okay. Um, sent them off on their way to do the thing. Uh, Josh and Dave didn't make it. But what? We're, we're, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We're we're closing in. We're closing in. You are you doing all right there? I'm holding up. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, uh, One hundred and seven is my best rally so far. I. Um, are you sure you're holding up all right? Well, to my friends who are have been my friends many times have died apparently and ha, there's the end of the universe but I'm really good at ping pong so yes Errol I am holding up oh uh, this might help uh, Ellie managed something cool of course she did she's brilliant and there's a, a sound of like clicks and connections over the radio oh okay Helen yes flying in your uh, spy helicopter the radio sparks into life on a frequency that you do not recognise. Oh. Hello? Who's this? Helen? Strat! What? Hey! He- oh, it's been so... <laughs> um, where are... You're not a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody think I'm a helicopter? Have I really... Has things changed that much that... People... Are people just turning into helicopters? It's nice to talk to you. You too. Where are you? I don't know. Can you, uh, Errol? Can we can we get can we get Helen here? Can Helen come? Can Helen come here, please? Uh, might might be. It's it's not something I can do. It's like you, you'll have to figure it out between yourselves. Like you got yourself there. Ellen got herself there. Apparently, like you should. You, it, there's probably a way. Okay, Helen. How do how do you know me, Helen? Everything around you is chaos mm. at this point. Uh, you're being buffeted by weather conditions that don't make any sense. Uh, you're going from like hot winds to completely still to updrafts uh, as you cross weird stitched looking borders in the sky. Yeah. You don't have a clear recollection at this point of like where you were flying or what you were doing when all of this started going wrong. Everything in your mind is just a bit jumbled at the moment. Yeah. You remember lots of contradictory different things. So it feels like maybe if you had a minute yeah. to collect yourself 
that you might be able to get on top of this, but at this point you're just reacting and trying to stay alive I'm just in, flying the helicopter. in this strange situation. Yeah. Do, do you remember us on a on a, a beer, in the Wild West in America on a paddle boat? What? Think really hard. Wild West paddle boat. Grenades. Ellie on a horse. Where are the grenades? Um, well, they ended up on the paddle boat, but don't worry about the grenades. Focus on the paddle boat and me in a in a top hat with a broken uh, pocket watch. That sounds like you. Just focus on that. Okay. And but I'm also I, remember I'm, it is the. I wish you could read my book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy flying a helicopter for any books. I don't understand what you're talking about. Helen, now that this thought is in your head. Ahead of you, through one of these uh, seams that is opening up in the sky, you see whiteness and you see a speck that could be a boat moored up to in an indistinct shape that could be a pier. Okay. And it rings a bell. Oh, that's odd. Um, so, we, so are you on a boat? Yes, yes, I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Uh, fly... <laughs> towards the memory of a boat Um, towards the memory I mean that shouldn't oh who's that that's Ellen hi I think I've run out onto the foredeck and I'm doing star jumps because I can see a speck in the in the whiteness all around I can see a little speck getting closer and I figure what else could this be but something useful it's kind of flickering like almost in the same way as like the strength of the radio signal Mm -hmm. is kind of phasing in and out so is the image that you can see in the white void but think of the boat and think of that time you came uh, and and rescued me but try and remember them at the same at the same time like rescuing me on a on a boat okay um right i can see i can i can see something really weird and what you're saying makes more sense than it should make weird is good weird is good i've i've I, learned to embrace embrace the weird embrace, um, embrace the weird well, okay and Fly towards the memory of a boat. <laughs> fly towards... All right. Okay. I fly, I'm flying towards the memory... Stra- I can see a helicopter. Uh, Ellen can see you. Um, can you see a, a woman jumping up and down on a boat? I can. I can. <laughs> That's us! <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, just, just fly over here. Where am I going to put this thing? Uh, hover. Hover. We're in a void. I think you can put it anywhere. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So um, I'm flying towards... I get, it's become clearer now, yes. at least the boat, not necessarily what it's attached to. Yeah. And I'm heading in that direction, and then I stop immediately above. Yeah, as, you, as all of your convictions get stronger about this plan, the helicopter, from your point of view, Ellen and Strat, almost like stutters towards mm. you, mm. towards the, the steamer. Not like it's coming towards you in a smooth line, but like it's being jumped towards you Mm. in fits and starts um, until, yeah, it's hovering above you. The rotors are turning, but there's no sound and there's no downdraft. Eerie. Yeah, that's strange. Uh, I'm just going to honk the the horn again. (laughs) Welcome to my boat! Come on! And I'm going to run there. I don't know how much you know about helicopters, and I don't know anything, so I don't know how I've got this far. But (laughs) I, I presume that you need somebody behind the steering on a helicopter in order to leave the helicopter. Not here. I have a book that will explain everything. Shut up about your book. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so I'm going to leave all of the controls and I'm going to 
um, find a rope ladder mm-hmm. and chuck it out the side of the helicopter. And my intention is to just try and climb down it. You can do that. Great. I give Helen a massive hug and I cry a lot. And I'm going, someone else to talk to, someone else to talk to. <laughs> Sorry, Strap. But really read this book. I don't want... I, Ellen, tell... I think you have to read the book, otherwise it's going to be a very long time here. <sighs> okay. Right, get... Right, I can't... It'll cross you my throat again. I need <laughs> throat, you to throat, throat, just... Yeah. yeah, let go of me and hand me the book. Thank you very much. More time passes. The radio beeps. It's... Yeah, this, this, will, be, this will be Errol. Helen, I don't know if you... Yeah, you met Errol. You, you know, you know Errol. He was the one. Uh, remember, remember, remember that found you cheese. Oh, yeah. So uh, we like Errol, except he's the one that's telling us about how the universe is ending. And now, oh, um, uh, oh uh, 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 Josh and um, and Dave, um, not going to see them again, maybe. Uh, but we should listen to him. Now. Oh Christ! Okay, okay. Hi, Errol. Uh, are you reading? Are you hello? Yep, we're here. Hi. Uh, so we were we were wrong about some stuff. Uh-huh. Um, turns out, so we we thought that the reason all this was happening, everything's unraveling. Yeah, mm-hmm. is because the universe has been like played and rewound too many times, and it's just worn out like a general wear and tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the whole story. There was this. You does the name Sim ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah, big, big, scary space AI tentacles. Yeah, he, I remember one of me being... Yes, yes. So, it's mostly mostly that thing's fault. It's been, like, creating other universes on the side, and that's, like, caused a snarl in like when uh, when this one rewinds like it's it's like that one's blocking the stuff he's making is like getting in the way so g- good news like the chrises and vicky and that like they've they've got in touch with like the people upstairs who can do something about it um but they need they need sim taking like dealing with first and they can't do it from where they are so good news it's finally your time I get to. We get to leave the. We get to go. We get yeah. to leave the ship. Oh, yeah. oh gosh! Marvelous. I mean, you've only just got here, and it's been fun. But trust me, it gets very dull. There's only so much ping pong you can play. Trust okay. me. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's a bit more exciting out here. Uh huh. Uh huh. But you, uh, you'll be doing something really important and like saving a lot of people if you can like just deal with that sim thing. Cool. So we have to destroy some sort of weird computer god. And everything's okay, okay, okay then. Yeah, that's about that's about the measure of it, yeah. And how do we do that? Oh, I'm sure you've all got good skills. Hmm. You can probably figure something out, I really hope, because we haven't really got any other plans except you lot. Wonderful. Oh, Errol. Cool. Well, I'm going to update the book, and then maybe we can think of something. Seeing as we're leaving, we probably don't have to write. You could just tell us. But if I've a, if there are there might you know just, others and so okay. I just need to right. in, right. if it's in the book it's I think he just it's needs okay book. okay right. fine Helen do you know anything about massive god tentacle thing that they talked about I didn't want to say anything at the time but that's um new. I, no I don't know I know that there was something of that nature 
in something else that or somewhere else that Strat has been, but we've not spoken about it. Cool. Alex. cool. Strat. Yeah. Scribble, 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 scribble. You know, everyone mentioned a big tentacly god alien thing, but we are the only people that now have to defeat it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know about that? Yeah, we didn't we didn't last time. You didn't what? Defeat it. Last, well, evidently. Last, last time. Um, we, I think we tried. It's all a bit blurry. It feels like a very uh, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> uh, but I was an alien and it was an AI that was controlling, that made the universe I was in and I escaped it. You know what? I'll just put this in the book as well. Right. Of course. I remember it was a big, it was a big thing at the end. It was solid. It was something physical. Um, it was in space. Um, there was an armada that had... That an armada? S- yeah, lots of spaceships that seemed to be there. Uh, I think there was going to be some b- battle. I can't remember. But what does it want? The void starts to rumble. Oh, dear. Um, and the steamer starts to rock as if it's not floating in a void, but on a sea mm-hmm. or a river. The helicopter starts to roll and yaw Mm -hmm. and you can actually start to feel a downdraft from it. Oh, crikey. And seams begin to open up in the whiteness of the void. Helen, can you land the helicopter on the boat? Sure. Because then we have a boat and a helicopter. Right, okay. Do it. Otherwise it's going to crash and we might not have either. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yes, okay. I'm going to head up the ladder. Do we have okay. a helipad on the steam paddle boat? This is, this is a good question. Let's say there's enough room on cool. the deck. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well created. Um, and I get back behind the controls. So you know that there is a version of you that knows how to fly this helicopter. Yeah. And like all the versions of you, like everything that you've uh, understood from the book, it is hovering in the back of your mind. Yes. It's close at hand, okay. but to really grasp it and to bring those skills, you'll need to really concentrate on it okay. and bring it and really become that person again. Sure. Please roll two <laughs> six-sided dice and add uh, the plus or minus that you have for that spy persona. Okay, so the spy persona is called Banks, and um, I have a minus one on that, and I'm rolling the dice. <gasps> uh, seven on the dice, so six. Okay. It's an eight, eight, on, eight the on the dice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you feel the skills and knowledge of codename Banks settle into your brain. Lovely. Like second nature. You know exactly what all of the buttons in the cockpit do. Also, the void shifts. All of those seams rip open. You're no longer surrounded by white. You are now in the Thames... On a stormy night, mm-hmm. the boat uh, rocking on the river, the helicopter floating uh, or hovering above, and there are other helicopters that Helen, you now recognise as uh, belonging to a rival intelligence agency, much higher in the sky, flying overhead in formation. Okay. Also, as you re-enter some semblance of reality, Nat... Hi. After escaping the island, Mm. part of the tests and therapies that you underwent Mm -hmm. after that experience involved 
like hypnotic regression therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> to help unlock buried memories and past lives. Mm-hmm. What sort of strange experiences did you have during that kind of therapy? What sort of recollections that didn't seem to make any sense to the people testing you? I'm suddenly feeling like I'm I'm in a theatre with lots of applause, but then again, was that a real memory because I'm an actor, right? Or was that one that was, I don't know, there was something to do with shapes on the floor and a guy that was really dour taking the applause. I don't know. Um, and then, I mean, being like wind whipping in my hair and a sword in my hand. But again, that's actually something that I have experienced is that, but Hank, they wasn't right. It was a different sword. It was, the wind was different. Never been on a boat like that before, but then there was the bottle, right? There was the bottle with the message in it and, 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 and the, the helicopters, the, the helicopter was real. <laughs> it, was, it was real, right? It was always none of it real. What contraband objects turn up in your room that nobody can explain how they got there or what they are? I think like one day it's randomly like a chip. <laughs> Which again is like that kind of slightly mundane we didn't have chips today. Where's <laughs> yeah, this come from? It's like there could be an explanation, but it's still weird. Yeah. And then and maybe another day there's like sand in my pocket. But then the the one that, that really gets me is like a gem. I'm like, okay, well that I have no explanation for. And it turns up in a hidden compartment in a piece of furniture in your room yeah. that you don't know how you knew it was there. Yeah. But at some point you just sort of unerringly find this secret compartment and the gem inside. Yeah. And uh, so this is why you're considered a high-risk sort of patient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those sessions where you end up falling back on that mantra, the helicopter is real, mm-hmm. the helicopter is real. It's sort of the the root and the reason why you're being studied is this, this fixation on the helicopter being real. That is when you hear that ripping, that titanic stitch ripping sound mm-hmm. as time and reality and the universe uh, starts to fly apart under its own uh, force. And with that mantra replaying and replaying in your mind, you find yourself aboard a helicopter. Hi. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> well, what are you doing in my chopper? <laughs> You've been listening to Merely Role Players. In this season, you'll hear Ellie Pitkin, Alex Pankhurst, Josh Yard and Dave, Chris Starkey, Chris Buxy and Chris, Helen Stratton, Ellen Gould, Natalie Winter and Strat, all playing various versions of themselves, along with special guest appearances by Ellie Pitkin as Nia and the Space Jam Continuum podcast's Chris McLennan as Candice. I'm Matt, and I edited and produced the season, wrote and performed the theme music, and designed and ran the game we're playing. 
Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy Merely Roleplayers, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at merelyroleplayers.com. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode.